Hey, Noel, if you were going to write a movie about the Spice Girls, what would the plot be? I, I, I don't know. Maybe how they eventually break up now in retrospect, right? That's, that's good. That would be better than the plot of this actual movie. Probably. Yeah. Something, yeah. anything would be better. <laughs> Welcome to Bad Movies and Beer. I'm Cooper. I'm Nolan. <laughs> Today we're talking about Spice World. The obligatory sleepover movie of the 90s. Oh, Agree or disagree? I, I think I watched it as sleepover. Yeah. I, I think. We rented it for sure from the video store. Agreed. Yep. And even though we have a... Seven year? Age gap. Both of us watched this movie at sleepovers. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, accurate. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Why are we trying this? We're uh, trying and failing... Oh. To do this podcast because it's International Women's Day. Is it now? Yeah. And we chose Spice World for International Women's Day. We did. Girl power. Girl power. As uh, Scary Spice says at one point in this movie, blah, 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 girl power, feminism. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, she said that. <laughs> I don't know who transitions to the beer stuff. Should I talk about the beer stuff? Maybe you should talk about the beer, yeah. All right. Well, when, uh, when do I open it? Do I open it now? I, no, I think I describe it, then you open okay, it. Okay, okay, sounds good. Goodness knows I use the podcast to listen to all the time. <laughs> all right, so we have a uh, pumpkin spice latte for Spice World. Um, it's surprisingly hard to find a spice-flavored beer, so we had to go back to the fall, apparently. Apparently. Now, this is from Bob Cajun Brewing Company. I look it up. It's located in Peterborough, Ontario. Not Bob Cajun? No. Peterborough. Uh, it's from, I think, some buddies who uh, enjoyed the cottage and thought... We like craft beer. You know what we should do? Make a brewery. Yeah. All so right. apparently in August 2017, they bought an old post office. Um, they are still, as of the date of their About Us information on their website, have not moved in to uh, the old post office, nor their mailing address. Still not there. They're in what they call their innovation lab. Oh. So why do they still have the post office? I think they're renovating it. Got it. Okay. That's fair. I mean, can't fault them for that. Do we open it now? I think you open and pour. All right, so Spice World opens with a uh, James Bond-esque. Oh, I wrote the exact same thing. <laughs> James Bond-esque, like silhouette dancey, yeah. move, hands jug. coming down the body. Yeah, it was something. The James Bond references don't stop here, though. Oh, goodness, no. But we, we should save it. We should. We should we save should, it. We should save Although, it. Although, did you notice who had the idea for the movie in the credits? The, uh, the Spice Girls. The Spice Girls. The spi- it was the Spice Girls idea. Never would have thought that professionals didn't make this movie. No. I would never would have guessed that they had a major role <laughs> in the idea behind the movie. Oh my God. This movie was so bad. It was, oh. You know what else I noticed in the opening? Good lip syncing doesn't get enough credit because Posh Spice was so bad at lip syncing. It was not believable at all that she actually knew the words to the song. I question regularly if Posh was even the <laughs> singer. She doesn't have many lines no. in any of their songs. Like she, she really is a doesn't. minimal contributor. She's just there for eye candy. I think. I'm pretty sure I was thinking about bringing it. I've taken note of it. How long did it take before she even said something in the movie? I we thought should have timed that. I thought we were going to go through the whole movie and she was going to say like one thing. It wouldn't have been surprising if Posh had just stood there and talked about her outfits yeah. every 10 yes. minutes. Yes. It's going to be a struggle, this episode, getting back to the plot, because there really isn't one. There's scenes. 
there are scenes, there are a series of scenes. Mm-hmm. They don't seem to be connected in any way. Oh, definitely not. They're singing on a stage. They walk through. We notice that there's a documentary crew. Yes. And then and then we have our first famous person. Is this like... Yeah. Yeah. Like they're yeah. just, they're walking in the hallway and guess who I see? Who do you see, Noel? I think we see Elton John. Give them all kisses. That's true. And now, correct me if I'm wrong, if when they leave, does he get like flustered and overwhelmed by their sexiness? He does. Because also Jerry pats him on the bum before she goes. Oh, I missed that part. Yeah. Oh, so it was the sexy bum tap. I think so. They meet up with their manager and they're heading out to the, the crowd. Bus. Yeah, the bus. The bus. Should we I, just cover wanna, the entirety of the bus now? Before we do that, yeah. I one day want to kick through a double door like Clifford does. Oh, I miss this. I did notice his goatee though. Goatee, his outfits, those like shiny metallic Purple suits. Purple suits. It's a, it's a look. Ugh, it is a look. The 90s is coming back in a lot of ways. I'm glad that's Uh, not one of them. A scary amount of ways on a side note. Yeah. Most of the outfits the Spice Girls were wearing. Back in style. Totally back in style. Back in... I like some of uh, Scary's like croup top outfits with the cargo pants. Yes. I literally wrote that. Yeah. 100%. And what else that was totally back? We are the platform runners. The platform runners also so back. Doesn't make any sense functionality wise. No. But... No, no, no. Fashion-wise, hey. It's cool again. It's cool again. Oh, well, we're going to talk about the bus? Because that's yes. where they go next, was the bus. Yes. The bus does not make any sense. It's like a Mary Poppins Oh, it's definitely. Bus. Like, it's like the, um, what's that, a carpet bag? Yeah. Are the carpet bag of buses? Yes. The space for a lampshade? Pulls <laughs> <laughs> a lampshade in the bus. Oh, my. Like, they each have a section of the bus. It's double-decker, but it's basically the size No, no, it's of... a double-decker, but, like, there's only one story, right? Well, the, the like, Clifford and the chick are... Penelope? No. Deborah. <laughs> Deborah? Is it Deborah? It's Deborah. Oh, okay. I looked her up on IMDb. They're, look, like, up, up on, like, on a loft, and the girls are on the bottom, but they each have their own little area. Oh, yes. It's huge. Baby, baby has a swing. Baby has a swing and like stuffed animals. A slide. Did she have a slide? You didn't see the slide? I missed the slide. Did you see the full, uh, there's another scene later on, with the full fish tank in the middle of the bus? And at one point, Scary is like yelling at the fish because they look like her ex-boyfriend or something. I don't, I didn't follow that part. It's it's later. I don't even think I wrote it down though, because who knows what happened in this movie half the time. It did not make any sense. With the highlight being, who wouldn't be your bus driver? That would be the highlight of my bus trip. If I get onto a fucking bus and Meatloaf is the driver. But oh. we didn't notice until like halfway through. But I don't know. Is that when he appeared? That's a great point. Because who knows? When I did notice it was him was when he dropped the uh, the line about the toilets, which maybe we'll get to later. We should yeah, probably we have, we go. We gotta go in some sort of semblance of an order. Yes. Despite true. the movie failing <laughs> at making any sense. We should try. Otherwise, we're no better than they are. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Um, this is the bus scene where they had the pillow fight on the bus. Yes. Nothing is sexier than the Spice Girls. No. Having a pillow fight on the bus. I don't know about you, but I've never had a pillow fight with my girlfriends in my entire life. Um, I don't know if a pillow fight, like an aggressive, like we're actually going to hurt each other fight maybe, but a fun, playful, yeah. in the movie pillow fight. In your underwear and... Well, they were fully dressed, were they not? I think they well, were. Okay. But the trope let's, is... Let's say fully dressed for the Spice Girls. Yes. Good distinction. 
Good distinction. Is this where we hard cut to Roger Moore? No, first we cut to two Americans who are brainstorming the idea. Oh, of yes. A I, spice I wrote, I wrote here, movie. can they act? Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, something I, movie. <laughs> I think they were better actors than I thought. Agreed. There were many worse actors in this movie than the Spice Girls. There were also a lot more famous actors in this movie than the Spice <laughs> why Girls. Why did they all sign on for this movie? Like the whole movie. I thought, why? Like, were the Spice Girls that popular that they I were think that they much? Were. Like, or do they, a lot of them have like kids who they're like, if I'm in the Spice, it's like the equivalent mm. of like Harry Potter. Like, I'm going to go in the Harry Potter movie because my kids will like it. Maybe. Is it like, I'm going to go in the Spice Girls movie so I get street cred? I mean, it's called Spice World. They were a huge, huge, huge global hit but mid-movie i had some time so i looked it up you know spice world is only there they only released three studio albums two with jerry one without and spice world's the second what about so wait spice girls spice world and then whatever the third one is oh i thought there was another one i know three studio i looked it up three damn no they're here for a good time not a long time i guess oh they sure were but then they came back they went on tour for a little bit made some major money Muddy, so it delayed the two of them having to go on what's that show called? The Circle. Did you watch that? Of course I did. It was fucking amazing. It was. Can we so turn this good. into a reality TV podcast? Oh, we sure can. <laughs> <laughs> of course we can. I, I thought wa- they were really good. I watched The Circle anyway. Same. The, the Spice Girls right there were an added bonus. bonus. 100%. I was screaming and jumping up and down like a 10 year old when they showed up on The Circle. I fully. They, they did a good job. They did a great job. Yeah. They, and they like just look like they're good friends. Yeah. They actually got like those two get along. Yeah. They were not the reason the Spice Girls broke up. What was the reason the Spice Girls broke up? Uh, Jerry? Jerry. Okay. Okay. Back, back, focus. back to focus. the quote plot. Oh, there's a plot. No. Uh, okay. So we're, we're in LA. We're making a movie. Yeah. They don't care. Cut no. to Roger Moore. Roger Moore. In the most Austin Powers, James Bond <laughs> bad guy yes. throwback vibe I've ever seen. Like He's got the cat. He's got the like weird, again, like these shimmery clothes. Is, was it a robe? I don't even know. I don't even know. The phone was like clear, which I think was supposed to be futuristic. I was going to say it felt super Austin Powers, but I now I'm realizing in 1997, it may predate Austin Powers. It might be the original, like J- like another James Bond spoof pre-Austin Powers. You're going to Google that shit? I'm, gonna, I'm definitely going to Google that shit. Yeah, Google that shit. 97. It was oh. like at the same time. Oh, man. I what do they what call was that? that? That's uh, like- Serendipitous? Yes. Like the fine movie that I have seen Ooh. in theater. Woo. Cusack and... Uh... Uh, oh, uh, Elizabeth Hurley. No. No. Oh, oh no. The sexier one. Yeah, uh, uh, the one that was dating young, young uh, SNL guy. Wait so for sad. it. Back in sale, Kate. Yes, back Kate. In back sale. in sale. Oh, we're okay. getting off topic again because this movie is just so. No, we can do it. Terrible. We can focus. Okay. Okay. Then, so it goes from like Roger Moore being like bad guy. Yeah. Roger Moore. And I was like, oh, kind of cool. James Bond being a bad guy. Yeah. Straight cut to then him pouring himself martinis. Did you notice? Yeah. And I was like, wait, is he James Bond or the bad? I was. I thought. He and was he was guy. shaking them. Yeah. This is the point where he's like, he's the bad guy. And then I was like, oh no, he's not the bad guy. I literally wrote, is Roger Moore pulling the strings? I don't know. It, it doesn't make I any don't sense. Know. But- this is the point in the movie where I wrote down, what is happening? <laughs> this was the point where I was like, why? What? 
I thought the plot was the movie guys, and then there was the bad guy. Yeah, because then the documentarian guy comes back. Yeah, which was the, I thought, which was the main story at this point? It's very unclear. Oh, so unclear. <laughs> so, so. I wrote that uh, he wants to show, quote, the real Spice Girls. Oh, yeah, because now they're rehearsing yes. for a show. Which I guess is kind of like a commentary on... Yeah, yeah. The is the whole movie a commentary on the world? I think so. I think it might be. It wasn't done very well. It's definitely a theme that I think it might have just been a commentary on the ridiculousness the whole time. I think so. And and maybe watching it now, we're a little too far removed from that. Okay, but like then their pregnant friend shows up? Yeah. they Like just out of nowhere. She's just there. She's just there. Just their buddy. She's Who's very pregnant? pregnant. She's a week overdue. A week overdue. Then they start imagining what it would be like if they were pregnant. And we, some for some reason, go back in time to like the 50s and or 60s. They're all like no, stereotypically. I just, I think, oh, yeah. Okay. 50 roles, pregnant women. Yeah. But wearing 90s outfits. Yeah. Like one of them had on the best 90s tracksuit which again also super back in fashion yes but like with the i think it was sporty it was sporty. With this super big white scrunchie yes oh on top God. of her head but yeah it was like what stereotype can we fit yeah and it didn't really serve a purpose oh zero purpose <laughs> other than a lot of them got pregnant like within yeah. two years and they were all very pregnant at the same time i don't know it was sporty was riding a bike which she asked um uh, not to do later on. Well, with many features of the bus we did not mention mm. was that Sporty had a bike That's in true. the bus. Yeah. Because, of course, there's room for a slide, a swing, a fish tank, <laughs> and a stationary bike <laughs> in the bus. Oh, don't forget the runway that Posh Spice had. Did you have a full runway? She had, like, a, that was like that, a mini runway. I was going to say, her first scene that I took note of was all about her wearing a Gucci dress. Yeah, it must be really hard for you, Victoria. You know, trying to decide whether to wear the little Gucci dress, the little Gucci dress, or the little Gucci dress. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, okay, so this uh, pregnant friend shows up. All of a sudden, then we cut to a remix of Say You'll Be There, this has nothing to do with anything that is currently happening in the, quote, plot no. of the movie. It's just them performing. We should talk about now. Just the inconsistency. I, I guess the Spice Girl catalog was just that small. Yeah. That there is a lackluster number of songs that every time a song came on, I was like, oh, yay, a song. Yeah. They did not sing much. Like stage, like concert version. I'd say most of the songs were background songs. They were. They were background songs. And it's like, they must have gone like, no, how do we look up like awards that they got? They didn't win an award for a song. What? There's no way they won an award for a song. Maybe. No, I'm always going to give them like best new band like at the Grammys, but there's no way they won an award for any songs. This is like nine-year-old being excited. <sighs> About they the Spice Girls. Apparently won a Juno award. A if Juno? You can believe it. They won a Juno? That's <laughs> that's the award they won that you want to claim? They also Guys, we're doubling down on the Canadian content. <laughs> CanCon, check. They also apparently won a Brit Award for Song of the Year, uh, Wannabe, and some American Music Awards, but I think that's Aren't uh, those ones all based on like uh popularity or yeah, something not yeah. like critics choice no, yeah there's no grammys let's just put it that way yeah okay 
did we get to the point where it goes, did it go straight from the flash forward to the newspaper office? It went flash forward, say you'll be there, newspaper office. So now we need a new bad guy, the newspaper office. Because like, I don't even know how far in the movie we're at this point, but we clearly don't have a bad guy yet. No, we don't. But I think this is where, oh, this isn't it yet. I was going to say this is where we introduce the photo. No. It's not even it yet. It's not even it. This is where we just find out the newspaper guy wants bad tabloids about the Spice Girls. Why? To sell newspapers? Yeah, I don't understand. But he's selling good headlines, right? Yeah, he's already selling lots of newspapers. Now, all of a sudden, he wants it to be bad publicity for some reason. Because I, I, I don't know, maybe that'll sell more, I guess he thinks. And it just starts raining in the office because oh he gets my God. so yes, but yeah, emotional he, he wants, about it. He wants he wants the story to be that the Spice Girls break up. And at this point, I write in my notes: Is this going to be the plot? They're going to get the Spice Girls to break up? I was like, I found the plot. Good news! And then I turn and look after I finish writing, and there's rain. Yeah, in the office, falling on his assistant. That's it, and it cuts again. Oh, they're playing. Are they where they played chess in the bus? I think Back so. Back to the bus, and now, <laughs> now, now. Of course, Jerry and, and Sp- Scary are playing chess. Yeah, to seem smart, educated, intelligent. I don't I know. Guess. Now, let me ask you this: You just said uh, Jerry and Scary, and I literally wrote the same thing: Jerry and Scary. How do you refer to the Spice Girls? Do you call oh. them by their uh, Christian names, as it were? Their Christian <laughs> names. <laughs> Uh, uh, okay. Let me, let me. Or their spice names. I feel like, uh, Posh is Posh. Yeah. Clearly. Nobody knows her name. No. Oh, well, it's Victoria. Everyone. Yeah. Very Mary David Beckham, just in case you're curious. Uh, she got great pull, by the way. Oh, yeah. And like, they were young. Yes. So young. So young. And still together. Multiple children. Who would have thought that would last? Uh, not me. No, no one. Okay. So Posh is Posh. Okay. Baby is baby. Yeah. Uh, and then, obviously, uh, who did I say? Oh, Jerry. Yeah, already did. Oh, Scary. 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 Yeah, so Mel B. Yeah. And then Jerry is Jerry. Who calls her Ginger Spice? No one. No one. I don't think they called her Ginger at all in the entire movie. Did they? Uh, they referred to her as the Ginger One. Mm, that's true. Now, I think <laughs> Mel C gets dicey. I feel like uh, that might be a 50-50 on that one. I would agree with that. Definitely because she's 40 the and one, Mel C. She had, like, a semi- solo career by semi-solo career do you mean a single popular song with brian adams yes <laughs> crushing the can comments so and now brian adams mentions way to go champ i didn't realize i was so canadian um <laughs> so okay so we've established basically it's jerry and then everybody else is called by their spice name yeah, with the occasional Mel's. I think with the, the occasion- Mel's. Yes. I think both Mel's occasionally get Mel's. I always have to think about it. Which one's which? And they, they kind of do that it, trope in it the It did in just the help too. that I watched the movie. Yeah, agreed. I might not have called, pulled it off yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just throwing it out there. <laughs> All right, so it starts raining in the office. Then we cut to them playing chess. Now it is, uh, I think we're being pitched the movie again. Oh, yes. At we w- are. Getting, no, we're getting pitched the movie this is first movie pitch, right? Like this, this is, is the actual first, yeah with the manager. They're gonna pitch yes. their first version of the movie. Yes. Did you write down what they pitched for the movie? I I wrote down <laughs> plot, missing parents died. I forget somewhere hilarious. Herod's. Oh, Herod's. Herod's at the annual Herod's Christmas sale. <laughs> then they have to take care of their grandmother with a disease of some form, and then Sporty Spice decides to become an Olympic ski jumper. 
And then that's where I stopped. That's where I lost the plot. <laughs> I, wrote, I wrote, they have to look after their sick grandmother. And then I honestly stopped listening. <laughs> I made it to Olympic ski jumper. Oh my oh, God. And then I wrote down, they must have said, and then we'll add in some crocodiles. Cause I thought that was funny. <laughs> oh my God. Clifford agrees with us. He says it's a terrible story. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think we cut again. Yeah, we cut again. I, I So based on what I've written in my notes, did we cut to the photographer scene? The photographer scene? The photographer scene. <laughs> <laughs> was the photographer someone famous we had at Google too? It was. Yeah, who? I uh, Dominic now. West, wasn't it? Yes, yes, yes. It was Dominic, yes. And you said it's the guy from The Wire, and I was like, yeah. no, no. And I said, it's the guy from The Crown. And he's both. He's both. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. And oh, and then I wrote down, they're just in person. Are they just like, there's a whole photography scene, just them in costumes. Like this is what other versions of our themes could be. Like instead of being Sporty Spice, I could have been. There's Danny like, Zuko. Danny Zuko and <laughs> Sandy D. <laughs> <laughs> Which, okay, can I just say, I feel like, correct me if I'm wrong. Mel C was given this, like, maybe this is part of the commentary. Mel C was given this, like, persona of being butch and, like, just like not girly into sports. She's never wearing dresses. She always yep. has her hair up. Like they totally steered into that here. They put her basically in drag as Danny Zuko. I think twice. I think twice she was in drag in this scene. Yes, I think she was. And I then, think Mel B was also in drag, perhaps. Yes, she was uh, Bob Marley. Yeah, and actually somebody else was. Elvis? Was I don't know. Messy? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe multiple. There was a lot of cuts. There, yeah, there was a lot of cuts. But like, I feel like they were like really steering into this put on persona for Mel C just to make her sport. Like, why can't she also be, maybe she, I don't know. Because maybe she doesn't want to. Stereotype. But like, Stereo stereotype. Stereotrope. <laughs> Actually, trope works too. That does it doesn't work. take the trope, right? Like they played in. Like every chance they got, they doubled down on whatever they were, whatever that girl was supposed to be. They doubled down. Baby, where's my mom? Yeah. Scary. I don't know what Scary's deal was. She was like roaring and like, she was yeah. yelling at that fucking fish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, Jerry was, Jerry, man, like girl power everywhere. She, girl it power turns everywhere. Out all the girl power really just came from Jerry. Yeah. The whole band. They tried to also make Jerry's. Uh, trope that she was like the smart one with all like the facts. Oh, the chess. Yeah. Oh, and the manta ray facts. And the manta ray. Isn't the manta ray even the largest fish? Like, isn't the largest fish technically one of the sharks? Like a, or a whale? Like no, a, a whale's a mammal. Come on. Oh, fuck. You know better than that. That's true. I know. But like a shark is a fish. Yeah. So is a shark not the largest fish? We should know that. We but... should know it. We'll Google it later. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm definitely going to wonder later. <laughs> We're going to have to like think back. But I have like, it's International Women's Day. I... I'm glad that we no longer have to deal with these bullshit tropes. Those tropes still exist. They still exist. Well, no, wait, not in our, in our, no, that, that next generation. What's that next one? Gen Z? Gen, yeah. They're, they're, they're all Gen over Z, it. as the Americans say. <laughs> so Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. They are all over it. They're like, yeah. yeah they're, they're going to right all our wrongs. I hope so. Because this was painful in a lot of ways. I was like, fuck, are we really doing this again? Oh, every short dress. Do you know that we're only oh, like geez. 30 okay, minutes we in the gotta, movie? We, Wait, we no, it. we can't skip forward too far. Because this is where the 
the bad guys, yeah. as I've labeled them, now reference that they're going to send someone to spy on the Spice Girls. Yes. And a photographer randomly shows up. Yes. Scares the shit out of the tabloid guys. Yeah. Shows them that he's actually been spying on them the entire time. Okay, I have a question. Did you describe what he looked like when he popped up? I didn't, but I could. Okay, so what if you were to pick like a like a bad guy villain from any movie, how would you describe he looked when he like popped out? I feel like it feels familiar to me. I wrote down the Roger Rabbit bad guy. <laughs> I was like, this is that's what he is. He's the Roger Rabbit bad is guy. Is he the one that wears like the zoot suit? It's no, it's more like a long trench coat. Ooh, okay. Like okay. a leathery trench coat. Oh. Yeah, he was wearing leather, wasn't he? Wait, I found it. I don't know. <laughs> Actually, that is so accurate. <laughs> it's not though. It's like not like when I pulled it up, I'm like, it doesn't look anything, but it's the right, it's the right, it's the vibe. It's the vibe. So yeah, this photographer shows up, basically shows that he's good at his job. 745, you sniffing your socks before putting them on. 855, you in the lift, picking your nose, another bogey breakfast. He's good. You again? Behind the bike sheds with Eileen Winters when you were 12. <laughs> he can get info on other people. And the tabloid guys are like, yeah, perfect. Do your thing. So at this point, clearly the tabloid guys are the bad guys, right? Yeah, they have the, to be. The Spice Girls are going to perform at Albert Hall, which we haven't even mentioned at this point because it seemed irrelevant to the plot. Yeah. And he's going to try to uh, give the tabloids or the photographer's going to try to give the tabloids is he a photographer? To, or is he just, he just only ever like records a, them? A spy? Or, I think I wrote down I don't spy. Know. I think I wrote down spy. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, he's selling uh, secrets, basically. Okay. So, yeah, he's the bad guy. Yeah. He's how the, the tabloids are going to get their information to bring down the Spice Girls and sell lots of papers. And then do we go... That Now, did we cut to the party with all the famous people? Who, like, I have yes. them I didn't even recognize because, like, yeah. who knows who the famous British 90s people were? Agreed. What, would I say, did I tell you that what we're watching, like, Bob Geldof? And yeah. You're like, I don't know who I that don't, is. I don't Yeah. And I was like, I am debated it. That's all I know. <laughs> the name sounds familiar. Well, because but... which one was talking to that blonde lady that was like, clearly this lady is famous? Posh. And the lady had, like, her hair was curled in a way that looked like she still had curlers in her hair. Yeah, clearly she was famous. She had to be. She had to be. But I have no fucking idea oh, who goodness, she was. Oh, goodness, no. It was such a mess. And then they're pregnant friends at the party? Yeah, she came and then she was like feeling left out, I guess. So she left. Like the documentarian guy couldn't even get in. So she gave him a, a ticket because she had an extra one, I guess. Maybe it was for her deadbeat. Documentary. BF. Like, documentary is played by Alan Cumming, who I enjoy in other things. But like, Love him. he is a useless pile in this movie. <laughs> like the man can sing and there was no singing. I thought maybe he was there to sing. He did nothing. Nothing. I don't understand what the document. If you imagine this movie without him, nothing would change. Nothing. Nothing would change. There was no plot other than he was there. So uh, (laughs) the other thing I wanted to mention about this party is that Jerry is talking to a guy and complaining about how she cannot actually have real conversations with men because they just get all flustered. Oh. And the guy she's talking to is all flustered. Yes. And then nothing else happens. It just cuts away no see that's why there must be some intelligence in the movie because every once in a while there's these moments of like brilliant social commentary stifled in this bizarro movie (laughs) i would like to point out that at some point in this party scene spy guy pops out of the fruit tray oh yes because got like a copacabana (laughs) type thing going on (laughs) 
I think he also agrees with something somebody says and then, then just like it drops down. Oh, I think I think he gets his, his he gets his clickbait moment. And it was that Jerry said something about the Pope not being Catholic. Oh, yes. Alan coming asks if. Uh, but you do like boys, don't you, Jerry? Come on. Is the Pope a Catholic? And then so is this ridiculous. where we get our second Roger Moore sighting? It might be. I think I stopped. Oh, you're right. No, I did make note of this one. And then from Roger, I literally wrote down on this one. Does he say anything? I didn't even know what he said. Roger Moore just talks and riddles into his clear phone. (laughs) (laughs) And then, okay. So now the Spice Girls fought Mulan, right? Yep. They fought Mulan. This is my favorite. This, no, this isn't my favorite. But like, this might be my favorite. (laughs) But like everything about this, like the pink and purple, was it pink and purple? The like backdrop. Yeah. Like maybe some yellow in there. And then which song were they singing? They were singing. I don't know what the name is, but it's like, come on, come on. Yeah, come it's what it's on, like it's not one of their main singles. It's not. This is one of the covers. But then, okay, so like they're perform they're rehearsing, and then the dancers come out with this weirdo Italian director, choreographer. Yeah. And they're the the men are uh, Chippendale basically dancers. Basically. Yeah. One of the spice girls. I'm gonna go with Jerry, because she's the sensible one. Uh-huh. She says, This is tacky. <laughs> this is too tacky. And I thought this, this is the breaking point that's too tacky for you? Like this, the men, the naked men dancers is too tacky. Not your tropes, nothing else. Yeah. The naked men. Yeah. That was the breaking point. It was the sailor hats, I think. (laughs) The pink and purple background of the Coliseum-y looking thing. Yeah. The the naked men. The naked men. And then they get, the manager gets in a fight. Clifford. (laughs) Oh, Clifford. What would we do without you, Clifford? He's wound very tight. You know, the girls make fun of him for that, but he kind of- Do you think there's jokes in there about that? <laughs> Great point. They maybe just mention it. He starts freaking out. He's talking about this Italian guy's mom. Oh, they're used to me. butting heads. So they compromise. They compromise. Purple shiny suits is the compromise? Yeah. Because that's not tacky? They have ass cutouts. Oh, yes. When they turned around, I was like, of course they do. <laughs> of course they're in bright, shiny purple suits. With ass cutouts, because that's less tacky. I mean, I feel like I've only watched this movie once before. Oh, so I, I don't definitely actually have now. remember the asses. But I was older than you, so it was that's appropriate true. for me. That's it must have been so inappropriate for me. I blocked it out. Oh yeah, there's a lot that's inappropriate. Yeah. For like a 10, 9, 10 year old. Yeah. Me and my advanced age, it was fine. <laughs> okay, but is there not another hard cut right after that Milan performance? To there the is. boss again? Yep. Now they're back in London. On the bus. On the bus. And tell me what the problem with the bus is. They don't have fucking toilets on their goddamn Mary Poppins bus. Uh, turns out they do, but as Meatloaf informs us, they all broke at the same time, and it's really hard to find a plumber to come to a moving bus. Isn't there something that you can do about them? Like what? Fix them! Listen, I love these girls, and I'll do anything for them, but I won't do that. <laughs> Oh, if only that wasn't a line, but yet it is. Okay, you think that's the most ridiculous part of the scene, but like we even got to the most ridiculous part. Who do they find in the woods? The girls go running into the woods to pee and a fucking UFO comes down. <laughs> Four aliens get off and ask for tickets for their show in the uh, next And like, it's not another language. It's just English muffled, like super synthesized. I was wondering, how did they fucking understand what they were saying? Because if you really paid them. attention, it was just synthesizer yeah but like the special effects on those aliens was something else it actually terrible. wasn't that bad make it bad it's better it's terrible no make it better <laughs> than half the other movies on this podcast okay yes <laughs> i will give you that Thank for you. sure 
And at one point, Jerry fucking kisses one of them on the mouth. Well, yeah, but after uh, Posh has signed the one's belly. (laughs) (laughs) Just like absolutely ridiculous. I also wrote down that this is one of uh, Scary Spice's outfits that would totally be worn by somebody today. She had the camo crop top. Yeah. Camo pants, I think. Maybe like one of those longer like oh, jacket yeah, things. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then she had like a camo toque or beanie. Yes, yes, I recall And now. I was like 100% there are oh, teenagers yeah. out there who would wear this outfit. Um, After they leave the aliens, is this where we cut to dance camp? Yes, with Mr. Step. Mr. Step, I wrote down, might have been my favorite part of the movie at this point. <laughs> I really enjoyed Mr. Step. He was uh, a lot. And then I like and 10 seconds later, I was like, I don't know if I like Mr. Step anymore. I couldn't really understand because at one point they were like, we can't do that. And he was like, I know he was making fun of their dance moves, but then they were showing him how to dance. And like, I just didn't really understand, like, who's the better dancer here? I, I don't know. Let's just ignore that part and go straight to the, <laughs> the camo outfits. Yes. where They march through the field. Yes. Posh is wearing. Posh is the best. Uh, no, this is the best posh. This whatever minute thirty seconds. Of this movie is the best posh minute thirty seconds. <laughs> she is wearing a camo mini dress with heels. I think they were gold. Mm. Everybody else is wearing like they fatigues. were stupid high even for posh. She was sinking into the grass. Yeah. in her heels. Stupid high even for posh. I was kind of hoping when she skipped all the other obstacles because she went through the tires. Yep. So it starts with tires. I was like, okay, she went through the tires. And, but then it goes through that tunnel crawl and she was like, no. fuck that shit. <laughs> and then I thought maybe she was going to climb up that like incline to swing off that ramp. And she also said, fuck that shit. Yeah. But her vibe was the best. Pretty I badass. Posh's vibe for being probably the worst actress. And singer. And singer. She was the most consistent in role. I would agree with that. Like she was just a bitch, maybe because it was the easiest play. I'm just a bitchy posh woman. <laughs> like if that's hey, all you got to do. I can do that. Yeah. If that's all you got to do, if you have to be a snobby bitch. Yeah. How hard can that be to pull off? Did Spy Guy appear at, Spy, at dance So camp? he did not show up in the dance camp, but right after dance class, the girls now have to stay the night in what I assume oh, is castle. a haunted mansion. Castle mansion. Castle. Estate, perhaps. Estate. We are in British. Yes. We're in the Britain land. Estate. Yes. <laughs> Yes, they're in this haunted estate. And surprise, surprise, the creepy photographer comes out of the fucking toilet. Yeah, well, he fits in a toilet, clearly. He came up through the pipes or something? Like, I don't understand. He's a ghost. (laughs) If this is the point in the movie where you don't understand, it's not worth understanding. Yeah, I don't know why I'm still trying at this point. But he comes out of the toilet (laughs) and his steps and his clicking of his camera... Wake up the Spice Girls. Yeah, actually, that was some good, like, they'd click and then, like, they'd cut. I, I was, like, it was almost like a thing. I don't know why it was waking them up, but it was. What is he taking pictures of at this point? I don't even remember. Unfortunately for them, they are talking about this dream they've all had where they all have their... Oh, yes. There's some... Their head... Oh, heads. Posh is wearing no makeup because that's the equivalent of her not putting a head on. <laughs> yeah. it's, it, and then they say pretty intelligent about being, like, it's a, it's, uh, an analogy for how they're all nervous about playing at their big show that's sort of happened at the end of the movie. It's Jerry. She's the the smart one. She's the smart one. She says, you know, this is a reflection of their anxieties for their performance and yada, yada, yada. And uh, the the rest of them are like, okay, yeah, that must be it. And uh, the fucking photographer creeps out from under the bed and records everything they're saying. And um, new headline. New headline. Speaking of CanCon, Kids in the Hall actor Mark McKinney will deliver us. (laughs) 
Our plot number two. Basically, this is just a fantasy. Imagining what the fucking Spice Girls could do for you. To save the world from a computer virus, I believe. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They were going to be space. What what do I write down? Space Force 5. And then they each had a different role. I Honestly, I didn't even write them down because they- I didn't either. But I will tell you that Posh's role was just to fucking look pretty. (laughs) Nothing- she made a weird noise <laughs> and then she like winked at the camera and that was it. It was so good though. <laughs> I think at this point we were both just laughing. I, yeah. We're back to the documentary. Oh, why? Let's just skip it. Just skip it. Who cares? Alan Cumming <laughs> says something stupid. He wants to make a documentary. It's bad. Shocking. Yep. Then these kids get on the bus because they won some contest. Uh, I guess. A day with the Spice Girls? Of course. Instead of uh, taking the the kids on the bus, the Spice Girls decide that uh, they want to escape from Clifford. They run away, and randomly there happens to be a speedboat waiting for them. Of course there is. What song do they sing on the bus? My boy, Lollipop. All right, so they are uh, they're on the speedboat. They're singing "My Boy Lollipop." The kids are even singing along with the Spice Girls. Well, they clearly know the words. Who doesn't? Oh, also, how does the docu series camera crew also magically get a speedboat to chase them? They must just be waiting there to fucking taxi people around. <laughs> tour bus follows them. The tour bus follows them. Poor Clifford and Deborah. 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 This is their livelihood. He's oh. Clifford's very worried because if they fall off this boat and die. Oh, he's screwed. He's screwed. They don't they do die. fall off the boat. <laughs> they do fall off the boat because not only do they they find a ramp. Well, the fucking blonde-haired driver of the speedboat is too distracted by the Spice Girls well, and their performance of My Boy Lollipop <laughs> <laughs> that he like runs up this ramp. It looked like a ramp, maybe a raft, but it looked like there or was like a ramp. Or like a random log. I mean, there's there's a a lot of garbage in the Thames. Anyway, it results (laughs) in the two kids and Posh Spice falling out of the boat. Sporty's like, oh shit, I got to save these kids. Because she's sporty. Because she's sporty. Nobody else is going to save them. When they don't need rescued, but do get rescued, Posh's favorite line of hers comes up. Oh my God. Oh my God. Help! What? what? This dress is dry clean only, Melanie. So good. She lets out a whale like you would not believe. You know what? Maybe Victoria's not the worst actress in this movie. <laughs> Maybe she's secretly the best. I think I've come around. Yeah. Oh, my God. But oh, go ahead. I have something to say, too. But go. The photographer caught all of this. Oh, he has scuba gear. He's ready to go. <laughs> in any emergency. He's basically ready for anything. Yeah. New headline. I forget what this one was. I do, too. I don't even think I wrote it down anymore. For the record, I think we knew another jump cut to Roger Moore. What is he doing? He's petting a pig. <laughs> okay. Was it always a pig? No, it was a cat. Are you sure it was a cat? I th- Was he petting a cat in the I first scene? I think he was. But at one point, he was definitely petting a fucking stuffed animal that was meant to look like a cat. Oh, so you think the first time we saw him, it was a cat. Then it was a stuffed animal. And now this time it's a pig? Yes. Okay. Because I was like, was it always a pig? I had the same thought. And I was like... I'm proud how, of us. How could it, like, did we miss something? But no, I think they were just playing into it. Maybe this movie is genius. Maybe the you more we talk about it, this movie is actually genius. <laughs> I think it might be. Like, maybe maybe this is just hardcore satire that we missed. I think you're right. 
I also thought I, in this scene, I caught Roger Moore just laughing at his own ridiculousness. <laughs> I was like, is Roger Moore just laughing right now? Like, did they not get a scene of him not, like, laughing at his own line? Oh, my God. Amazing. Oh, and then why is Stephen Fry a judge all of a sudden? Why is there a judge scene? What was that? <laughs> so, there's another spiral wipe or whatever it's called. Oh, yeah. Spiral cut. Spiral cut. Okay, this one's a flashback. It's a, it's a flashback. Oh, to the, them forming. The girls, it goes back to a very long time ago. Where they finally got a wannabe. This is yes. where they seem wannabe. And it's not even like a real wannabe. No. It's like a weird, like first version of want. Like it is really weird. Like we were trying to sing along and it and was, we couldn't. we couldn't. And it was sad. <laughs> All we wanted to do for the record was sing along to stop. Yes. Which was a back song. Yes. And wannabe. They didn't even fucking perform stop. Okay. So yeah. So Stephen Fry is a judge. Why? Where? Was this in the flashback? This is in a, um, no. They are basically sitting by the river. Also, nobody is around. It's just them. They're in the middle of fucking London. They are contemplating what would happen if they have a single that doesn't do well. And oh. Stephen Fry would sentence so they're, them. They're, I, is this whole movie like portraying their future where they break up, they stop making singles? Maybe they knew all along and they... They did this as a... Oh, yeah. In that street scene where they're talking, did you notice how weird their voices sounded? Yeah, it was like a voiceover. Yeah. Did they recut that scene? Maybe they did. Like, they were like, oh, shoot, this scene doesn't work. Scary's voice was like... It was Scary's really voice. weird. It was loud. It was like it, she aggressively was like loud. Yelling. Yeah. Kind of like they, I am right now. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely filmed that scene and then had to refilm it. A hundred percent. Yeah, it was really strange. Like, that was probably the worst acting and i don't know if that was acting if it was just that they were going voice over it yeah and then it cuts again to clifford in like this is where i stopped taking notes this is all on you now bar and deborah walks up and i they have some sort of conversation maybe they sleep together maybe they don't oh yeah yeah this weird scene weird manager scene let's have sex oh let's not and then we like we cut that's it we cut there's nothing else and then they're gonna go hang out with a pregnant friend because they need to connect yes and they go to the bar because that's where you take your a week overdue three days ago friend is to the nightclub. They leave Nicola or their super pregnant friend up on the balcony to go dance to, to one of their dance. own songs, to one of their own songs, not perform it. No, just dance to it. They're just dancing. I don't know why she doesn't go down with them or why they don't stay up with her. Like it's supposed to be her night out and they fucking abandon her. At least Emma is a good friend. And, and notice she goes into labor. Like she was like, Oh look, our friends in distress up high. They all spring into action. They call an ambulance. The ambulance is going to be here in time. So fucking Meatloaf, bring the fucking bus around. The bus Meatloaf should the, always be there. He should always be there. Meatloaf is in the bus at this point. They ask him to drive them to the hospital. They put on some fucking kitchen gloves. Those yellow kitchen. Yes. Of all the things on the bus, why are yellow dishwashing gloves on the bus? I didn't even see a sink on that bus. And there are a lot of things on the bus. Okay, so make it to the hospital. Okay. How fast does this lady give birth? Not very fast. Clifford is very angry. Very angry. While the Spice Girls are at the hospital, a a couple comes up to them and asks if they would speak to their son, who's in a coma. Why did this happen? Is it like a shout out to all the like make-a-wishes they probably did make come true? I mean, if making a wish uh, involves seeing Jerry's boobs, then... Oh Maybe. my God. Because that's the re- reasonable way to come out of a coma. I mean, Jerry's not having any of it, which is great. Girl power. <laughs> Girl power. Girl Won't power. show my boobs to the in coma child. <laughs> way to go, Jerry. The dad gives a little eyebrow raise when, when it's suggested. 
But how is this part of the movie? I honestly don't know. Like, how are we talking about this? Like, this made the cut to the movie? This made the fucking cut. I mean, a lot of things made the cut, but... And then Nicola's in labor again. Nicola is in labor again. They, they're going to miss their performance. They're going to miss. They're going to miss it. They have to tell Clifford. He doesn't know anything about friendship. And they are good friends to their their girl, Nicola. I will say at this point when they when they tell me they're not going to the concert, I was like, is this the plot of the movie? Where like the whole point of the movie was that friends are more important than work. There were so many times when I was like, is this what they're trying to get across? Now, movie plot number three. Let's, okay, Nicola gives birth, guys. She, okay, wait, she births yeah. a baby. She births a huge baby. Okay, but we can't, we can't hate on the baby birthing of a full-grown child. Because, like, <laughs> that's every movie. It's clean. It's yeah. chunky. It's white. They can't make a good fake newborn. It happens real quick. Yeah. She oh, doesn't real need quick. any uh, Hours and hours afterwards. of labor. <laughs> yeah, no. Realism, not its strength. I have a spy guy made another appearance. Was he in the hospital? He was in the hospital. He's dressed as a doctor. And as the Spice Girls are leaving, they see him and they... Oh, yeah, they run away they from run him. They run away from him. Oh, I forget about this. And I don't know how... they're trying to make it to the they're, ambulance. They're, right. Or they're trying to no, make it to the movie. The, the show. Whatever. Whatever they're trying to make it to. <laughs> they're trying to make it to something. But how do they put together? Because they've never seen him before. I don't know. He looks looks creepy. He does look very I'm creepy. I'm sure whatever he was doing in the time they spotted him, he looked creepy. Meatloaf has let them down. He's not on the bus. Fuck you, Meatloaf. What are God you doing? Damn it, Meatloaf. Now, it turns out that Posh can drive the bus. I tell you, Posh is the true hero of this whole thing. <laughs> her and her fucking stiletto heels, they fucking get there. They're weaving through traffic. For the record, Meatloaf was just passed out on the on having a nap at the <laughs> hospital. He was a little tired. He took a fucking nap in the little park just while he's waiting for the girl. Yeah, now Posh has to rush them to the show. Maybe that's another commentary. Oh, that they don't need a man to drive them around. Exactly. Oh, maybe. <laughs> Movie chase goes on. At the same time, Mark McKinney, who knows what his character name was? I have no idea. I don't even know if he has a name. I don't know either. He is describing the plot of what is happening as the movie pitch and their manager who's who's been pitching the movies to the whole time is like this sounds like a good idea can we talk a second about how expensive they discuss it would be to have the bus jump oh yeah for sure yeah that and was instead- see this is why this is the whole plot of the movie so they're like okay it's too expensive we can't afford and then instead of paying for the special effect what do they do they make a fucking toy version <laughs> and they have the little toy bus jump the tower bridge and then they cut to the girls just like, Whoa. oh, and then they're like, and now the girls are on the roof. And then the girls <laughs> are just on the roof. And then they're like, where's the fifth one? Oh, wait, she's driving the bus. <laughs> and then they fall in. And then there's just a scene of the girls falling through the bus. It's okay. This you maybe just fall? watched the last 15 minutes. Yes. All, all on top of each other in a sexy pile. On their backs. But they've just fallen forward. They did a somersault. Oh, Jesus Christ. And then what happens? There's a bomb on the bus. There is a fucking bomb on the bus. Everybody screams. And then they cut back to the, the like movie pitch and they're like, mm, okay, we'll cut that part. And then they <laughs> just drop it. They're like, okay, no bomb on the bus. It's, oh, see, this is why this is the true plot of the movie, maybe. I mean, then we get to, you know, the girls haven't warmed up at all, but they are ready to perform at Albert Hall. No, no. We skipped over the whole suicide joke with the manager. Oh, Christ. We can't, that was right, we can't skip dark. over that as we try and rush to the end because it's a chaotic mess. 
their manager is upset because the girls are going to miss the big Albert Hall live show in front of millions of people worldwide. And he makes this really dark suicide joke. Okay. So this is the plan. The band starts up. The fans go wild. The lights come on. And I walk center stage and hang myself. And then after the girls show up, because the girls show up as he's saying this, Alan Cumming, docuseries guy, is sad that he's now lost his sad ending to the docuseries. It is a mind-boggling. <laughs> it's, it's a lot. Just absurd. We missed the fact that Baby Spice talks her way out of a uh, ticket. Oh, we didn't I, even mention that last time when they talked about it. Where was that in the movie where they talked about getting... Oh, we forgot the whole clue scene earlier in the movie. Oh, my God. How did we miss Hugh that? Hugh Laurie is a Detective Poirot. I don't know how we... I don't even know where in this disaster I movie I actually had it written it. down. But we were too distracted. But we were, yeah. <laughs> and that whole scene is basically just him accusing or, like, running through a list of suspects. Baby Spice is no longer Baby Spice. She's got, like... Fucking oh, she's Rambo. And, like, she's she's Rambo. Rambo. She's fucking Rambo. And she smiles at him, so she gets out of it. And then the say, they make reference to their own plot. I know it's shocking. Near the end, she get out of their ticket for being reckless drivers. Because clearly, Posh was a reckless driver getting to this show. What is wrong with this movie? We I, can't even keep... We can't even... We took we notes. We did. I took legit notes. We're almost We're almost at the end. No, we are at the end. They perform. But what song is their final Wait, performance? Wait, before they perform. What? What could have possibly happen? We cut to Roger Moore. Oh, God. Yeah, he's happy, right? He's feeding his fucking pig <laughs> from a bottle. <laughs> One well, of those feed 90s bottles that's with how you the feed fucking, like, cartoon characters. How did I miss an entire that entire chunk know. of that scene? It was great. <laughs> the girls come out in, uh, I've written down what are some of their most iconic costumes. I agree. I Scary agree. Spice has her, like, cone porn. Cone hair. Is she in? Is she in a, a leopard too? She's in an animal print. Yeah. always. Uh, is now Jerry is in the uh, red turkey dress. Yes. I feel because she was also in that black she turkey dress a, earlier. That no, we were I call to that one about. the ostrich. Oh, I was going to say turkey or black swan, perhaps. Ooh, yes, Ooh. yeah. I think those are the two most iconic. Well, no, because everyone else is like, I'm sure Posh is in a black dress. I'm sure Baby's in some sort of like baby doll, white socks, tall thing. And then who do I miss? Oh, sporty. Sporty. I'm sure she's in an Adidas tracksuit. Yeah. If she's on an Adidas tracksuit. Kappa. There was a lot of Kappa uh, sweat or like sweatsuits or whatever they're called. They really played into her loving soccer, but I guess she's British. So she has to love soccer. That's it. That's how the movie ends, right? Them singing? Yeah. They sing. Um, Not not like, uh, no, I guess it was a good song. It was a good song, but you know what? There's a line. Yellow man in Timbuktu. They... Said yellow man, and no, I watched their lips no. form the word yellow. No. And I thought, what okay. the fuck? Either it's been censored or my brain just went to hello man in Timbuktu. Because yellow man in Timbuktu is it's just not in your vocabulary? Not in my vocabulary. <laughs> what in the fuck? Um, I think we get one last cut to Roger Moore. Dancing his fucking oh, ass yes, off. Oh, yes, dancing his fucking like, off to spice up your life. Yes. Everyone's dancing. We gotta jump. We gotta cut dancing. in this scene to everyone. Everyone in the movie Meat is now dancing. Roger Moore. I don't know what his actual character's name is. I'm just gonna call him Nigel? Roger Moore. Some, if it's not name? Nigel, it's something equally British. All right. All right. Okay. I'll go with Nigel. I, I like it. Yeah. Uh, the aliens are dancing. Oh, I forgot we got an alien dance cut. They are somehow streaming this concert. Oh, in the spaceship. Intergalactically. Of course they are. Well, it's on satellite. <laughs> They're picking up the satellite signal. Come on now. I guess so. They can bounce that satellite, right? Everybody's dancing. 
And that's basically how the movie ends. Until the credits. Until the credits. This is the point of the movie where I'm like, the end credits, or I'm like, the point of the movie was that the whole thing was just them filming the movie that got pitched in the movie. <laughs> of Same. Like, of, like, their life. It's yeah. A, a commentary. A commentary. There you go. A commentary of their life. I, I just want to mention that they, yeah, they do eventually break the fourth wall and they talk to the camera. They do break the fourth wall. Yeah. And uh, I kind of enjoyed it. I kind of enjoyed it also because, they're you know, they're talking about the people in the theater who are, like, making out in the back. Yeah. Posh mentions somebody's dress that she likes. Yeah. They say that we maybe rented it at the VHS I store. I like They didn't that. say VHS store, but I envisioned myself renting it at the VHS store. Yeah. And Baby Spice, she was, like, speaking she, to us. Yeah. She, she knew. She knew. That we didn't pay full price to see this in theater. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't that big a fan. But fans. I probably would have if oh, I, I no. had the opportunity. I, I had the opportunity. I was older than oh, you. I could have gone. You could have gone. I didn't. All right. Well, I guess uh, <laughs> finally, finally, we've made it to the point of the podcast. Do we do the beers first or we do the movies first? Oh, Christ. I don't know. I don't know either. I think we do the ratings first and then we talk about the beer. They get a lot of hate that they don't talk about the beer enough, though. Okay. You know what? Let's do it. Let's Let's flip it around. Let's do the beer. Let's do the beer first. Uh, what did you think of the beer? I was very worried that this was going to be um, not my speed. Oh, it is 8.1%, I've just noticed. Is oh, it actually? Geez, did they do that on purpose? Oh, 100% they did not. <laughs> I think we just could not find a spice beer to save our lives. I would have thought there'd be lots of spice beers, though. I would, I would have thought so, too. This is actually not as spiced as I initially expected, and I like that because I feel like sometimes... Some of the fall flavored beers can be a little bit overpowering. Yeah, I was going to say, this is just a solid, like, decent fall beer. Yeah. You got to definitely want a fall beer. It's it's good. <laughs> it's good, guys. Solid. Solid. Solid Population spice latte. Yeah. I was ready to write this one off just because I'm, a, a one, not a huge beer person, uh, and two, more of a... Uh, Lager? No. I like a stout. I like a oh, good see, stout. Oh, see, I'm not a stout. But this one is uh, sort of a good combination of, of flavors. It's not yeah. like too heavy. It's good color too. It's a nice color. So yeah, we would uh, we would highly recommend uh, that you give this these guys a shot. Yeah. All right. Now you can explain the. Um... So we've we've come to the part where uh, we need to rate this movie. Uh, there are two scales, one to ten for how bad the movie is. Yeah. Uh huh. You got this. And the second part of the scale is uh, one to ten for how enjoyable it is. Now, well, with the goal being to get a ten bad and a ten enjoyable for the crit twenty. Okay, so I think they do bad first. I think they do bad first. Okay, so I think I was going to say ten, but I think I'm going to scale it back to a nine because when they gave me the definition of what a ten bad is, I think it doesn't have enough bad special effects and the acting's. N- not quite bad enough. There's a lot of good actors in this, just in a bad movie. I think I'm going to give a nine also because it is a very bad, bad movie. I wanted to stop a couple times while we were watching it. Yeah, it's bad. But I love my husband, so I kept going. <laughs> and, uh, but to, like, but to your point, there was decent acting. The Spice Girls actually pulled their weight. I was, yeah, they were not awful. But it was, it was the plot. The plot oh, was the garbage. It didn't horrendous. really exist. And so I think we got to knock them down a little bit. Yeah. Uh, now, I think maybe you go first for how enjoyable you found this movie. I don't, this is the scale I don't understand. So I think we were told that a five is like, basically, you don't have an opinion. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I have an opinion about that. Oh, I have an opinion too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
I've, the scale is so fucking dumb, but I think that this is a. It's not enjoyable. Two, like, do not say two. No. I want to say a one, but is that like, I thought five. Oh no. Cause 10 is enjoyable. 10, 10 is the most enjoyable. Like oh, it's yeah. a so, bad movie. Oh yeah. So I guess really I'm at like, like a four or three. Cause I think it's so bad. I almost didn't enjoy it. I did not enjoy this movie like at no, all. And we like the Spice Girls. We love the Spice Girls. We love girl bands, boy bands. Oh, we love the late 90s. The music 90s. Era. We in love general? the late 90s general music era. That's our jam. I have been to multiple Backstreet Boys concerts. I have been to none. I know. It's a shame. It's Thank a you. Shame. Okay. Anyway, back, you know, back to these ratings. I, I think I want to give this like a two. Okay. So five's no opinion. Yeah. Then three. It's not enjoyable. Do not do not watch do it. Do not watch. Do no, not recommend. Do not. There's a reason we couldn't find this on DVD. <laughs> this movie is very bad. And when you can find it on DVD, it's $100 on eBay. It's so bad. Nobody's buying that. So what did you say? You said nine I said and two? nine and two, so That's I've got 11. 11. And I'm nine and three, so I'm 12. 12. Oh, we're right on track here. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in next week for Highlander. Which on paper sounds like Outlander, but uh, for men. Is it? I don't know. It's not good. <laughs> but <laughs> tune in to hear Cooper and Nolan review it like they normally do. Be sure to uh, follow us on social media at the BMB podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, and now I think you say, I'm Cooper. <laughs> I'm Cooper. I'm Nolan. And then I say, I say thank oh. you for listening. We'll see you next time on Bad Movies and Beer. Keep it spicy. Five girls, five days, one rockin' world.